Here we go. You're listening to Law and Gospel on this December the 19th in the year of our Lord 2023. We are live, and the hymn we're going to be taking a look at today is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. And here's what it sounds like. of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and with me is Pastor Mark Smith. O Come, O Come, Emmanuel was actually found in the 8th century, and it was a canticle assigned to daily vespers. It is the Magnificat, the Song of Mary, from Luke chapter 1, verses 46 to 55. And when sung, it is often preceded and followed by an antiphon, which is a single verse that connects the Magnificat with the holy day being observed. During the seven days before the eve of the nativity of our Lord, the antiphons begin with the word, O, followed by a form of address to Christ. These antiphons were in use at Rome no later than the 8th century. The divine title in each verse is followed both by a description of the Son related to the title and the petition to come. Now, the number of antiphons does vary over the years. But these stanzas were written, the ones we sing, by the great American Episcopal Hymnal of 1943. And its contents were approved by the 1940 Convention of the Episcopal Church. So, Pastor Smith, what do you think of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel? Oh, this is a much-beloved hymn, very memorable. What's interesting, though, is it begins, the the first stanza actually begins with the last 
of the uh, antiphons, which is for December the 23rd. I wonder why they put that first. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot I don't know about these antiphons myself. I know they're very ancient. So without further ado, there's seven of them in this hymnal, uh, beginning on December the 17th through December the 23rd. Right. And as you indicated, it's the December 23rd one that has O Manuel, our King and our Lord. And that's probably why it has become the hymn of the day for this particular Sunday. Uh, it's called the fourth Sunday in Advent, but it's a day before Christmas. In fact, the congregation that I belong to, it doesn't even have Sunday morning services. It's going right into Christmas Eve with three services beginning in the afternoon and, of course, one at night. So it's kind of an interesting schedule it has. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Do you want to go ahead and read the first stanza, please? Okay. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. So, who is Israel? That's a, that's a church. Yes. All, all believers in Jesus Christ. Jew and Gentile. That's right, all nations. Now, the title of this first stanza, Emmanuel, what does that mean? The title? Yes. Emmanuel means God with us. Yes, it's three words. And it was told, of course, in the Old Testament and the New Testament that that is going to be Jesus Christ. Right. He is God with us. And what's so amazing to me is that when Mary is told this by Gabriel, she doesn't doubt it, that she's going to be the mother of God. No, she just has, she just has a question as to how it will come about because she hasn't had relations with any man. Well said. It's, a, it's an honest question. I mean, uh, you can understand this, this young woman. She may have been as young as, oh, 15, 16, 17, and uh, was a virgin. And uh, the only question she had is, how can, this, how can this be? It says, ransom captive Israel. Is that their captivity by Rome, or is there another captivity being understood here? No, the captivity, it's talking about the captivity of sin, death, and hell. Well that said. Jesus came, Jesus came to rescue us from. Yes, because we mourn in lowly, lonely exile here. Exile. When you think of that word, what does that bring to mind? 
Well, uh, not not being part of the kingdom, and, and that's what Christ has done. He's he's brought us back to God the Father uh, through His suffering and death, His atonement. He has reconciled us to God. Now, each verse has a refrain: "Rejoice, rejoice," and it's always Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. And that's occurring primarily, what, in baptism? Right. Yes. Or or when we come to faith by the power of the gospel. Either way. For many of us, of course, it's when we were infants and baptized, as you yes. said. And it can come about missionaries throughout the world are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right. And when people hear that, they can come to faith. That's right. All right, I'll read stanza two. O come, thou wisdom from on high, who orderest all things mightily. To us the path of knowledge show and teach us in her ways to go. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Now the verse says to teach us in her ways. That's a feminine. Does that mean God the Father is feminine? No, no. Um, the wisdom from on high, of course, is none other than Christ. And why is it in the feminine? That's a good question. I don't know if I've I, I've had a hard time understanding that myself, Tom. You you explain to me. That's because in the Hebrew, the nouns can be masculine, feminine, or neuter, and wisdom sapiente is in the feminine. Uh huh. And, so, and yet it's still t and yet it's still talking about Christ, is it not? Absolutely. In yes. fact, what's the greatest book that we've been studying in that talks about Jesus opening the way of knowledge? I know you've been teaching class on Proverbs. I would guess Isaiah, but uh, are, are you talking about the book of Proverbs? Yes, I am. Okay. The book of Proverbs has hundreds and hundreds of Proverbs in them and it teaches the way of Christ. Remember, Solomon begins Proverbs talking to his son and then to his people. And, and finally, the book of Proverbs has the elders of Hezekiah also with information. And this is all about the gift of the Holy Spirit, giving us insight into how God desires us to behave and the faith that is necessary for salvation. That's what it means by the path of knowledge show and teach us in her ways to go. And that path of knowledge is wisdom. Yes. Jesus is the wisdom of the world. Yeah, he's also the path of knowledge. He is, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
No one comes to the Father except through him. Yes. And so this is really uh, a great hymn. We don't know who the writer was. It was originally in the Latin around the 12th century. And then the tune that we're using isn't until the 15th century, and it's in the French. So France gave us that. All right. So we've seen Jesus is Emmanuel. He's wisdom from on high. Stanza three. What does that say? O come, O come, thou Lord of might, who to thy tribes on Sinai's height in ancient times didst give the law in cloud and majesty and awe. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. When did he in ancient times give the law? That was on Mount Sinai in the time of Moses. Exactly. And he is the Lord of might, which means Jesus has the same attributes as the Father and the Son. He is almighty. And he brings to us the law. Now, that word law can mean either the single understanding of the law, like the Ten Commandments, but it also can include the gospel. Is that not correct in the Old Testament? Yeah, um, that's right. Uh, of course, uh, whenever we preach the law, we want to, of course, quickly put people at rest by giving them the good news. Yes. Because you and can't so, save yourself through the law. It's, it's, only, it's only the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, his fulfilling of the law for us is what saves us. And that's already found in Genesis 3.15. Right. What does God say there? He says, uh, he says to the serpent, yep. he says, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed, which, of course, is Jesus Christ, the seed of woman. He will crush your head even though you bruise his heel. Well said. All right, so that's referring to Jesus as the ruler of the house of Israel who appeared to Moses in the burning bush yes. and gave him the law on Sinai. And so that's what that verse is talking about. Go on to stanza four, please. O come thou branch of Jesse's tree, Free them from Satan's tyranny that trust thy mighty power to save and give them victory o'er the grave. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Now, what's Jesse's tree? Well, Jesse was the uh, father of David. Jesus, yes. Jesus is uh, one of the descendants of David, son of David, as they call him. Uh, and so uh, it, it refers to it. it it's referring uh, to David or specifically to David's father, Jesse. How does Jesus free us from Satan's tyranny? 
Well, uh, you know, even as he even as he uh, came to earth and began his ministry, he would cast out demons left and right, uh, cast them out of people that were being possessed. How's he how's he uh, freed all of us by his suffering and death on the cross? And he and, and he descended into hell. Uh, before he showed himself on Easter morning, he had descended into hell to show, to show Satan that Satan was finished. He was conquered by Christ's death on the cross. How do we receive victory over the grave? With the resurrection, his resurrection, and ultimately our own resurrection. So he's the first of those right. being resurrected. The firstborn of those that that have that sleep, right? And the word sleep refers to what? Uh, sleeping in death. Yes. Uh, it. Remember when Lazarus gets sick and he dies. What does yes. Jesus first tell his disciples? Yeah, he says, "Lazarus sleepeth." Yes. Yeah. And they said, well, well, if he's sleeping, he'll wake up. Yeah. But Jesus then plainly says, no, he's died. Yes, that's right. But, of course, for Christ, Christ who knows all and knows what will be accomplished by his death and his resurrection, uh, he, you know, uh, death is reduced to a shadow and uh, a mere sleep. When we... Yes. Uh, when we die, our obituary says, asleep in Jesus. Which means we're really not dead. In fact, is that not what Jesus said to Mary when he came, uh, or to Martha, when right. he came to Lazarus' tomb and, and said that he that believes in me shall never die? That's right, yes. Because our spirits are taken immediately to be with Jesus. That's going to be an interesting question I have in heaven. Did Lazarus in the spirit in heaven, was he aware of that when he rose from the dead? Or was that all a forgetful thing? Well, there's, yeah, because, uh, you know, Lazarus, Jesus did raise him from the dead. Uh, it, it is an interesting question because, uh, you know, there's a lot a lot about that interim state, that time between when we fall asleep in death and when we're raised again. There's a lot, a lot that we don't know about it. We know it will be a blissful, a blissful rest. Yes. In fact, there were two people that actually are aware of of that who went to heaven without. Well, one didn't die, and I'm talking about the transfiguration. Who right. are the two people? Uh, Elijah and Moses. Yes, Moses was buried by Jesus, but Elijah ascended into heaven. Right. And so that would have been an interesting conversation. Yes. All right, stanza five, please. O come, thou key of David, come, and open wide our heavenly home. Make safe the way that leads on high, and close the path to misery. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. 
What's this key that's being talked about? Well, he's the key of David. And, of course, we know that's that's talking, of course, about Christ. Um, You know, there are a number of, uh, let's see, I guess they're metaphors, right? I am the door. I am the, what, the gate to the sheepfold. I'm the shepherd. I'm the shepherd of the sheep. And I can't recall where he, he refers to himself as the key, does he not? Well, what does he say to the disciples when he's with them? He says, whosoever sins, what? Whosoever sins you uh, uh, remit, they're remitted. Whosoever sins you retain, they're retained. That's called the office of the keys. Right. What does that refer to in liturgy? The office of the keys is, uh, it's talking about uh, the holy absolution. Exactly. The congregation confesses their sins, and then the pastor says, upon this your confession, I, by virtue of my office, announce the forgiveness of sins. And that forgiveness opens up heaven. That's right. That's why it says that open wide our heavenly home. Right. Make safe the way that leads on high and close the path to misery. What's the path of misery that we have on earth? Oh, that's the uh, misery of, of sin, yep. death, and the devil. And exactly. Thank God Christ has closed that way for us. Yes. So the keys, office of the keys is really important in the Christian church because it opens up heaven. All right, I'll read stanza six. O come thou day spring from on high and cheer us by thy drawing nigh. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night and death's dark shadows put to flight. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Why is he called the day spring? Well, he's the the son of righteousness who arises with healing in his wings. Uh, I think it's Isaiah, isn't it, that refers to Jesus as as the the son, uh, the the dawn of a new day. Is that Isaiah that speaks speaks that way? It says, come and enlighten those who sit in darkness darkness. and in the shadow of death. death. That's right. Yes, that's the verse. In fact, a lot of people love seeing a sunrise. When we travel to, well, Illinois for four years to the congregation I'm no longer with, uh, because they got a full-time pastor, we would see the sun come up. And it was really interesting the different times of the day that that occurred. Yes. But it really brought light even into the car. So you didn't have to turn lights on if you were, say, eating popcorn or something. You could use the sun. 
and it really shone over the fields, which resulted where we were at in corn and beans. And so that's Jesus, the King of Nations, the splendor of light. All right, final verse, please. O come, desire of nations, bind in one the hearts of all mankind. Bid thou our sad division cease, and be thyself our king of peace. Yeah, isn't that a, that's a neat verse to close the hymn with, is that, you know, he's not just for, uh, not just for any particular ethnic group or nation, uh, not just for the Jews, but for the Gentiles and all nations. Come desire of nations. He's come, he's come for all and uh, bind us all in one. Isn't that appropriate for this time where we've got, you know, we've got war in Europe uh, be- between Ukraine and Russia, and we've got trouble. We all know about the trouble in uh, in the Middle East with uh, Israel versus Hamas. And uh, isn't that appropriate that we sing, Come Desire of Nations, Bind in One the Hearts of All Mankind. Oh, if he could, you know, it's like that, uh, that passage that talks about uh, uh, God beating our swords into plowshares. Where yes. is that verse? It says also in the Antiphon, O King of the Nations, yes. the ruler they long for, the cornerstone uniting all people. Right. What, what does that mean, cornerstone? Christ is our cornerstone. That's the name of another hymn. Uh, he, he's the cornerstone. Yes. And it says, come and save us all whom you formed out of clay. So we were formed by Jesus himself. Remember, he was the creator of all things. That's right. So a great hymn, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, with the various antiphons that can be also used during that worship service. So you have a Merry Christmas. We won't be back for two weeks on Tuesday. So God bless you, Pastor Smith, you and your wife, your family, and we'll look forward to coming back on December the 9th. I'm Tom Baker. Join us tomorrow for another look at Proverbs. God Listen to bless Law and Gospel you. each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your checkout to Law & Gospel and mail to Law & Gospel, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132, or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.